And that is a perfect storm when you are rushing. That's when you forget things. But for some reason, that's how God will give you a message because he sees where the church is and he's trying to move us forward because we are not receiving as fast as he wants to give. So the ocean came again, praying tongues, praying tongues. So we've arrived. Everybody's rushing. We have to go from... This. And then now, since I did not return to get my wallet, I have to exit the airport to meet Minister Ashby to get my wallet and still make the Nigerian flight. Amen. You see how complex things become when you don't obey one thing. Amen. So I had to stop praying in tongues. I started praying because I didn't want to forget anything. And and I got up and I grabbed my things to leave. And the Holy Spirit said, the bag, the bag, the bag, the, 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 eh? not the Mont Blanc bag, the bag at the seat of the, in front of me, the pocket of the seat in front of me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, the seat back, whatever you call it. The guy sitting in front of me, that's a, a bag, uh, that's a, a thing here behind his seat. I had put my passport, American passport in there with my boarding pass. The Holy Spirit said, your passport. And I reached in there and pulled it. Woo! I was all smiles. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's not done yet. I pulled the passport and I rejoiced. I said, thank you, Lord. This would have been a complete disaster. So I opened the overhead bin and took my Mont Blanc bag. But these demons had caused my cell phone to fall out of it into the bin. And from where I was trying to get it, I didn't have a closer look. But there was this big white guy that was across from it. When I lifted my Mont Blanc bag, the guy reached into the thing and said, sir, your cell phone is in there. Come on, you better make more noise. Now I had my passport and I had my phone. So my mama did not raise a dummy. So I knew immediately to continue to do what? Yeah. Uh -huh. So my I looked at the thing. I said, my Lord, I have to exit the airport. I asked somebody, you know, why don't people just tell you I don't know? <laughs> huh? I said, now, how can I exit and get to the departure terminal? The guy said, well, well go, do, go over here and turn. You know, some, you know, the Holy Spirit signals to you that direction. Mm -mm. 
This is a blind man. <laughs> see, you see? So now watch, you see? That's how these things happen. You don't listen to my stories and clap. I, all I'm showing you is a roadmap how to start living from today. Yeah. And your decisions will be accurate. Yeah. You'll be amazed. How things will escalate. Amen. Glory to God. So I kept talking in tongues. I said, something wrong with that direction. I said, Lord, I need somebody. I need somebody. I turned the corner. And I, and I saw a young man. I said, please tell me. I, I have a flight to catch. How do I get to the departure line? He said, sir, come. Go this way. I said, no, that's it. I went. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. The other one was telling me, I should go up the escalator. And... Mm, I went, <laughs> I ran, and then I busted out in this place. Lord, I said, wow, I didn't know I could get to the departure lounge so quickly. I, said, I called him inside, where are you, Minister? He said, I'm right here, where he says all gates. I said, where is all gates? <laughs> he said, right here. <laughs> where is here? <laughs> So, this is so funny. You see how limited human beings are? Both of us are in the same place. I'm looking at him, looking for me, and we are talking on the phone. <laughs> I said, hey, I'm here. <laughs> so, he hands me my wallet pouch, and I turned around. I said, how do I get back to whatever the gate was, F, whatever? And I said, okay, get on the train, get off, and then... So I'm speaking in tongues and running. I said, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> so, but I kept talking in tongues. I kept talking in tongues. And then I remembered what happened when we were going to First Lady's father's funeral. And we got delayed. And, and they held up the plane. Deaconess went to the gate and told them apostle was coming. This flight cannot depart until he gets there. And they held the flight. <laughs> and when they started getting antsy, she made a decree that God should do something to hold them there. And all of a sudden, a maintenance man came and said that they needed to check the windshield of that plane. Hallelujah. <laughs> and they kept checking the windshield until I showed up. And the woman at the counter said, are you the apostle? I said, yes, ma'am. He said, we've been waiting on you. <laughs> Glory to God. So I remember that testimony. Hey, what are you waiting on? I said, Lord, fix that flight. Give them something to do until I get there. And I'll run and I'll walk. And I'll run and I'll walk. And I checked in. I just, I didn't have much. I just said, I should have been, it should have been my hand luggage, but I checked it in. So I'm carrying my briefcase that's heavy. So it was weighing on me. So finally, I saw a guy screaming my name. Oh, Nuzo! Oh, Nuzo! I said, yep! <laughs> Hallelujah. 
That flight wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's told him, we get him, we get him. <laughs> so now that I know that it was me they're waiting on, and they have identified me, I, I, hey, I started walking. <laughs> My father has made room for me. Glory to God. I need you to bring me your own testimonies. Learn to talk in tongues and listen. Dislocate yourself from these demons that you've been fellowshiping with all your life. Learn the communion of the Holy Spirit. And I boarded that flight. And immediately they closed the door. We pushed back. We took off. And cut the long story short, we arrived in Lagos. And I got up and I said, hey, I better start praying in tongues. So I started praying in tongues again. Praying in tongues again. I searched everywhere this time. I checked the bag of the seat in front of me. I checked the overhead bin. You know, business class is different, you know. I checked all these things, checked everywhere. I said, where is my American passport? I opened my briefcase and I looked for it. And then while I was looking for it, I had stopped praying. And I looked for it. I went through my briefcase. I didn't see it. I went through it again. I didn't see it. Three times. So for international flight, once you disembark, you cannot re-enter the air aircraft. That's the rule. So I knew I, had, I wasn't going anywhere until I was sure that I had my passport. Otherwise, I'd be stuck in Nigeria. So I went to the flight attendant. I said, ma'am, I cannot find my US passport. She said, OK, we'll take care of it. She goes to my seat. She took out the seat everywhere and looked everywhere. They used the flashlight. They checked. They said, your, your, your passport is not there. I said, but I, I haven't found it. I must find it. So she stepped away. I started praying in tongues. I started praying in tongues. And I opened the same briefcase, put my hand in, and there it was. Uh, it's like the enemy went and wrapped it with two papers. And I pulled the three of them up, and it opened right to me. Glory to God. That's when I got this message. Supernatural decision making. Supernatural guidance. You talk out mysteries. Then you receive the interpretation. Hallelujah. So you can make decisions. And they will be pinpoint accurate. The Holy Spirit detailing for you. Even satanic strategies. I told you that I finished the service one day here, and this young lady had joined the church. And I, I looked up, and she was leaning against the 
audio booth facing this way. And the Holy Spirit said to me, now when you get up there, don't hug that woman. If you hug her, something is going to get attached to you, and you cannot separate yourself from her. I said, okay. So I started up the aisle, and when I got close, I pushed the armor bearer. Come on, get on. <laughs> we walked past her and went upstairs. She left the church. She hadn't been back here. She was on a mission. And the mission failed. By the Holy Spirit. When I pray in the spirit, he said, my spirit prayeth. Why can't you hear? You are dwarfs. Your spirit man is not developed. You haven't exercised it. When you're praying in tongues, it's like exercising, uh, uh, energizing electrons with current. <clears throat> and everything begins to stir. Then you start hearing. You start hearing. There was a robbers that taught me this years ago. He said, I pray in tongues. And then I stop and wait for the interpretation. You wait for the interpretation. So then when the gift of tongues, uh, diverse tongues came, I noticed that while you're praying, suddenly the tongue changes. And you know in your heart even though you don't know what is being said, but at least you know that he's praying about this one or that one or that thing. Amen. And he changes with the tongues. So we are not designed. Pay attention now. We are not designed to live by counseling. Watch. He said... That when a man prays in tongues, he edifies himself. But when a man prophesies, he edifies the church. But watch. And he said, but prophecy is for exhortation, for edification, for comfort, but never for guidance. But people... Use prophecy for guidance. The Holy Spirit never intended for a man to replace him in your life. Watch. He himself, the Holy Spirit, is a helper. And if the Holy Spirit, who is God, is a helper, then how can I, a man, be something other than a helper? I'm a junior helper. To the Holy Spirit. Amen. When you understand it, then you go from talking all the time to listening. All right. Look at what he said to me. Why is it that most times I'm able to get to you when you are sitting on the commode or when you're taking a shower? Why? 
That's the only time you've been able to get out of the way for him to talk to you. All the other time, your mind is racing. You're all over the place. That's why you can't hear. But you are designed to hear. Watch. Jesus looked at the people and said, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. <laughs> Faith coming by hearing. And hearing? You know, there's two hearings. That's why I said the word of God does the miracle of removing deafness. So you can hear. So the second hearing is after the deafness is gone. So you hear. You, you talk in tongues. You talk in tongues until the dialogue with the Holy Spirit begins. You know who is who, what is what. When I was leaving, I got to an immigration counter. They have a new terminal now in Lagos. It's like some of the technology I saw in Charles de Gaulle in France. They put it in that place. When you get to the thing, you scan your boarding pass on this, and the glass, the door opens. Nobody has to press a button for you. And then you get through to go through immigration. I don't know how many days it will be functioning. Yes. <laughs> Nigeria knows how to build, but the maintenance is something else. <laughs> Maybe six months from now, it will not be working. They'll tell you out of order. There's no power. Use the manual version. Push it. Watch. I get to the immigration. Of course, at the airport, everybody's asking for money. Everybody's asking for money. Money. Ah, your boys are here. I said, when did you become my boy? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Good morning, sir. And I get to this woman, an immigration officer. She says, sir, I don't want any money. Pray for me. I said, oh, that's the first. I said, okay then, let's pray. If you ask me to pray, make sure you're ready for me to pray. But I wasn't gonna just do, oh, okay, Lord bless her. I started praying and the glory. And the lady, you should see her eyes, she was shocked. And then I said, amen. I said, okay, woman, you got me all stirred up. So what do we do now? I need a prayer line. I need somebody. I need somebody to lay hands on. Somebody. <laughs> or you need to come out behind from that counter. <laughs> I said, I'm all stirred up now. I don't feel like talking to another immigration officer. All these people trying to get money from me. I feel like I'm ready for an evangelistic service. She said, well, I'm working. I said, you started this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said, glory to God. Shunina. <laughs> Sombreta namaha sata, o brena mahasa, o brena mahasa, o brena mahasa, shabaka tanda rebe henenemo, ho yaha sabre, sombrita namaha, sombeke tenemahe, ha yanda raha sataraba, sombreta nemahosa, shatara maha, 
Yes, you hear from God. Build up your spirit, man. Open the channels, Lord. Let the people hear. Let the people hear. Let the people hear. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Matabata nama. Matama namasata. Nembre. Nembre namasota. Shinama namasata. Shadamadina mahosodam. Shindabasataraba. Nabreta namasatarabas. Nambrota namasatarabas. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Ma Masata, the host of Christ. Namaha Satan. Now listen for him. Listen for him. Masebrota. Masebrita. You you learn to listen. You wait on him. You bless him and you understand him. Thank him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Cause the people to hear your voice. Cause them to the hearing and knowing and making the right decisions. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Beloved, these are glory encounters. While we're traveling or we are eating out, or we are attending a concert, it doesn't matter where we are. The glory of God is expressing himself through us. That's the joy of being a son of God. That's the people God wants the churches to produce by the Holy Spirit. So when you're on a job, heaven can say, okay, we have a man at this location. We have a woman at this location. And they know that because of you being there, the kingdom of God will come there. Because of you being there, the grace of God will meet every need in that place. Because of you being there, God will answer prayers. The light of God's glory will come in there. That's what God is looking for and crying out for. But the church is not even interested. They're busy asking him, do this, do this, do this, do this. He said, produce fruit. And your prayers will be answered. He's a husband man. He's a farmer. He's looking for fruit for what he's already invested. <clears throat> Make it your mission in 2024. He, says he loads you daily with benefits. <laughs> Amen. Ooh. I caught a hold of this thing years ago, and I haven't let it go. 
And many times, lately, Satan will come to challenge me. I see people on television doing this or doing that and making millions of dollars. And then the enemy will come to me. I say, oh, you have no way. I am not interested. I'm not chasing money. I'm not chasing anything. My mission is him. I'm putting him back where he belongs. Him. I'm bringing the wheels of prophecy as declared by the word of God forward. Him. He said he will give us all things freely to enjoy. So what people are pursuing serves me. What people are chasing after accompanies me by God's grace. That is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. And I'll hold on to it till I leave this earth. Chasing nothing but God. Looking for nothing but God. Every answer I need will come out of God. Every blessing I need will come out of God. Learn it. Follow it. Doesn't matter what nation you live in. The kingdom of God will come there. In Jesus name. <clears throat> the numbers on your screen. If you need a revival, if you need a reconnection, if you need God to forgive some things and break you loose, the Bible already told you, if you call the elders, your sins will be forgiven, you'll be healed. Do it today, in Jesus' name. 770-994-3777, if you're in the local area, if you're in all these 60-something nations where you're hearing me live, then use the number on your screen, we will still receive your call. Amen. You can also go to chikonzoministries.org, O-R-G, or rhfan.com. You can send us an email. You can reach out anywhere. You are let go to YouTube, watch The Voice of Resurrection, or even uh, RHFAN today, and watch our services. Your life will be revolutionized. We are offering everything for free. We are selling nothing. Freely we have received. Freely we are giving for you to be blessed, for you to be strengthened, for you to be empowered, for you to discover the glory and the miracle of resurrection. Amen. Remember when you think it's not working, don't worry about it. Just keep doing what he said. You will be amazed. Suddenly, he will appear. <laughs> Suddenly, everything changes. Suddenly. That's what happened to me. That's why I keep saying it. That's why I keep preaching it. That's why I'm standing on it. Doesn't matter what you bring up, I will tell you the same thing because I experienced it. If you saw how sickly I was and how many years it took, you thought that Satan has had a perfect victory that can never be reversed. But I was, I told the people, I was almost upset. <laughs> when I discovered I was healed, I thought it would be a grand thing like Naaman. But he would come out and strike his hand and call upon his God to recover the lepers. Instead, he sent a message, go wash. <laughs> I said, wait, you mean I'm healed? Just like that? <laughs> there was no special evangelistic meeting, no prophet doing anything? No. He went like that. So will it be. It came to pass. Suddenly, what you thought was impossible will become possible. Amen. I pray that these miraculous testimonies and powerful messages and glory movements, they are all transforming your life. You can never remain the same. God must get the person he died for through Jesus Christ to get out of you. 
receive it in Jesus' name.